0: Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co host Jessica Delisle.
1: <laughs> oh, you must have been so excited to do that. <laughs> I was trying to save it. Is that a new slide whistle? Nope. It's one I've had for a very long time and I just uncovered it. Uh, From where? It, it was in one of my like... Uh, suitcases that I have like sitting at the side table with a lamp on it when I was looking for my old silver coins (laughs) I found I found the slide whistle save it for bullion business Uh, where did you get that do you remember Uh, Granville Island the toy company is it something you've had since childhood Uh, since university (laughs) (laughs) it was an investment piece I get it I think it was like three (laughs) dollars
0: so funny how um i would love to see um and you would hate to see this i would love to see all of your well curated well stored things laid out by group on like white sheets and so i could visit (laughs) visit all of them like a murder happened here (laughs) yeah like an object murder happened um because you've got so much stuff in that apartment but it's all hidden
1: yeah and i forget about my hiding places and then remember them every (laughs) few years and i'm like oh yeah i have a slide whistle like this should be out and doesn't even surprise
0: me for a second
1: that that you have that i'm surprised you just have one um (laughs) so with
0: us this evening we're recording on a monday this is a fresh new adventure (laughs) for me i'm excited because then it gives me the rest of the week to do nothing i know which is my true love i'm gonna go on Um, a bender Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) It's like extra bath bombs. What are you going to bend on? (laughs) I just pet more cats. I don't know. (laughs) Um, With us tonight is one of my dear friends. She's a comedian. She's a writer. She's a producer. She is so wonderful. Um, Oh, and a podcaster now in her own right. Katie Ellen Humphries. Hey. Hey. And me without my kazoo. (laughs) (laughs) There's probably one at Jessica's house you can borrow. I don't even think we have a kazoo. Well, Christmas is coming. The goose is getting fat. Please put a penny in the old man's hat. I'm um, sorry.
1: <laughs> that would sound great with kazoo.
0: Yeah. And slide whistle. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys like Christmas music? Because I love it. I love
1: it. I love it. I like like three songs. Which ones? Carol of the Bells. Number one Christmas carol. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. All I want for Christmas is you. Oh yeah, so good. Wham! Last Christmas.
0: Yeah, those are great choices. That's excellent. Yeah, they're really good.
2: I couldn't boil it down to just three. No, I couldn't come anywhere close to just no. I like I like the classics. I like covers of the classics. I like brand. Every year there's like a new weird. People keep trying to write. Like they're going to get that great residuals every year. And like they just write some very bizarre usually takes place at the mall. They're so stupid. I love them. Oh, they're so good. We Energy Slime
1: wrote a Christmas song like our our record label was like make a Christmas song. And so we made the song It's Cold. And it's the only reference to it being at all Christmassy is the first line and the title It's Cold. And it did really well. Like, I think it was our most popular song ever. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. People love Christmas music. Not even really Christmas, but I mean, that's great for me.
0: What do you think is the earliest someone can put up a Christmas tree?
1: Uh,
2: December 23rd. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're such a
2: Grinch. I love it. Behold! Not going to rain on anyone's Christmas tree parade if they want to put it up whenever. If it makes them happy uh great personally yes i could not until ugh, like an early for me would be like like december 15
0: yeah. okay all right uh mine's going up december 1st uh fuck y'all no
1: that's a great december 1st a great date but you don't have to vacuum though so that's good oh i also
0: only yeah, fuck fake. with
2: fake trees ah uh, okay i've only ever had a real tree
0: they smell so
1: good it makes Such a no fire sense
2: Yeah. House bets and real trees. I don't, I don't understand either of them. We used to get
1: ones that would like come with a root bundle and it would be like in a pot and then you could go plant it.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: Yeah. So we like grew Christmas trees in our backyard. And then I think at a certain point we're like, we're running out of room. We have to stop doing this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't, um, I have a cheap, christmas tree but it makes me cheerful so it helps in those last few weeks of the year but i feel like i think in my family growing up it was like the 15th or the you know like a few days before christmas it went up
1: when do the 12 days of christmas start is it like the 12th oh yeah
2: i don't know yeah i don't know
0: never even occurred to me to ask when is not a curious
2: person wasn't a curious child no nor i we have a um, we have a mutual friend, dear Kevin Banner, and I would be, it would surprise me if he made it past Halloween this year without putting up. Yeah. I'm Isn't already like, up? Usually, I he's, he's is, definitely yeah. a pre, he's a pre-Remembrance Day, which uh, for non-Canadian listeners is November 11th. He's a pre-Remembrance Day Christmas tree installer, for sure.
0: He's bonkers for it, though.
2: He's got cool, yeah. like, wrestling
1: ornaments and stuff. yes yeah yeah i don't know like i got rid of all my ornaments recently (laughs) i just like gave them all away because i was like there's no point in me keeping these i need to make room for the more important things in my (laughs) life like slide whistles i got Uh, some
0: of your ornaments and they're so vintage you gave me some crocheted ones as like a pretty a sparkly
1: the starched the starchy sled or whatever
0: yeah yeah okay so those aren't vintage
1: no, they came from the dollar store I worked at. But I mean, they probably had had them for like 30 years. Dead stock. Um, so just an update on Kevin Banner.
0: He's putting the tree up on Sunday, which will be the first of November. So yeah, his uh, heart story checks. And I think he takes it down at the end of January. I don't know. To That's each, a big commitment to each their own. Yeah, it's must bring them three months of joy. That's wonderful. Um, very nice. Yeah, I love it. It makes me very, very happy when he does that.
2: My eldest brother, my the f- first in my family is he has a birthday in early December in kind of that first week. And so my mother is just very strict on no Christmas until after Aaron's birthday, which is not even one of those like, oh, from childhood, she wanted him to feel special. Like sh- she literally cannot turn her mind to another thing. Smart. And she's like, we can't. I until Aaron's birthday is past, Then, no Christmas, no Christmas in here. <laughs> That's smart. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Moms,
0: they've got too much to do.
2: They have well, to have boundaries. Yeah. yeah. Also just a very I think still I mean it's a first, but I think it's a very traumatic. Even, you know, forty three years later, I still think she's like it just was a very traumatic birth. And so I still think she's just, like there's a whole period of time, the couple weeks around that time when she's like, No, not get up, nothing. Stop it. <laughs> Yeah, let's have a discussion on our comedy
0: podcast how birth must be the most traumatic thing that can happen to a body. Oh, man. And how do
1: women keep getting tricked into it? I just watched a video, like a sincere... I think Carla Ma posted it, and it was like a woman who had given birth like a month ago, and she was like telling you what really happens, and it was stuff I had never... I'd like knew some of it, but I was like, what the fuck? Like all these different products you have to buy, like numbing sprays. And I was like, why are we still around as a society? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm shocked. I'm shocked. It also makes me worry
0: about animals. Like we don't know what sort of pain they're going through and we make them have babies all the time against their will. Like, what is it like to be a cow and have a cow drop out of your body and then have to go back to being a cow all the time? Nope. You guys aren't thinking about that? Okay. Well, we should get this podcast started because I just started to cry. Um, (laughs) You know, um, period starting in four days. According to my app that tells me why I'm depressed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this is a podcast about retail nightmares, but you know over the years we've softened. We softened up the guardrails. Now they're mostly marshmallow. And it could be an <laughs> it could be an experience. It could be a dream.
2: It could be a great experience that you had as well, Katie. Well, I was thinking about and and uh, I mean, I don't expect you to I don't want to put the onus on. You to have remembered. I meant to check, but I do not believe... So I know that I've spoken about my retail experience working uh, at Winners and previous things. I don't think we talked about um, my retail experience as a small business owner, as a youth. Nope. <laughs> uh, so my brother and I, I was really, I was brought on after this business was established, but we <laughs> we sold... Brother, brother, and sister? Gets us, yeah. You might know us. <laughs> you might know our, our proud product line. Uh, we sold horse shit <laughs> by the side of the road.
0: This is adorable.
2: Yeah. Now we did not. I did not live on a farm. We did not have horses. Where'd you get it? So this wasn't even just like it wasn't like when a farm does that and they sell fertilizer because they make it. Like we bought. wholesale by the yard of like of manure and topsoil and bark mulch. And that's what I I would spend my weekends bagging it. And then, yeah, we sold it for two dollars a bag on the side of the road. Wow. Wow. That's really hard work for a bunch of kids. Yeah. When I think like that, but that's also, I mean, it's very sweet. Sometimes it would just be like often. So it was one of my middle brother and I, he started it, but he's very enterprising and he used to do, he did this with his paper route as well when he was a kid. Like he got a paper route and then he said, hey, Katie, if you deliver these papers, I'll give you $2. Oh no, Katie. And I said, $2? <laughs> Try and stop me. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's a manager and I'm a doer. These are mm. our types. Yeah. So it was the same with the, with the poop business. He's a real ideas man. <laughs> and I'm a real hold the bag gal.
1: <laughs>
0: wow. Oh. And so just here's the little bit of free time you had as a kid. You spent. Mm-hmm.
2: Shoveling, like shoveling shit. Yeah. <laughs> all, yeah At it would the be very yard. C- very common to be like, that's what I would do all of Saturday. Holy shit. It's just literally <laughs> shit. And how old were you? probably 10 oh so
0: small so small
2: and <sighs> then but if you if we're in the house and you saw someone pull up you'd run down and to be like can I help you to your car can I, <laughs> do, do you have some questions about the product
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and why do you think that he chose this as the business
0: what did he must have seen a need in the market
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 uh I mean I think what do I mean? We come from gravel people. My dad drives a gravel truck we were on. We spent a lot of time at quarries. We knew about dirt. <laughs> we're like, this is our legacy. How oh. much of this excitement was just because you got to hang out more with your brother? Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of it. Also, my so my dad as well. So, like, that, that all-day Saturday shoveling, that's a, that's a big John job. <laughs> also, when, so it would be these very, very large bags, maybe about, you know, about a meter tall and very heavy duty and to seal them you had these wire almost like twist ties yeah but so you, you couldn't twist them by hand you had to, there was like this little gizmo that you had to pull and that was enough for me that was like yeah i had to hold a bag that was well shit was put into it it was like getting in my boots and my wrist and down my sleeve and it's really terrible but also once it's full i get to pull this machine and make the fastener fasten. That sounds that like great. Yeah. enough for me to still to this day. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty fun. Wow.
1: Uh, and
2: some t- and then we would, it was, you know, just honor system style. If we weren't around, I mean, even if we were, I guess, right. It's just like a lock, little lock box where you put, uh, put your cash in. And then, uh, but we would have to we eventually found that we had to leave it open at night or you would try to break in. Oh, no, <laughs> we, we had to let them know we empty this at night. This is a proper business. We know what we're doing. Wow. So cute. <laughs> I remember
1: being that age when you were just like you thought teenagers were like the worst. And you're like, you know, two years away f- from being a teenager yourself. And you're like, oh, teenagers did it. Like teenagers used firecrackers to blow up our snowman. Like oh, oh wow. teenagers teenagers are jerks and then you're like oh yeah being a teen rocks
2: no I internalized those messages I internalized the message that teenagers were the worst because I was the youngest of young three and it was like just really driven into it I realize now parents were joking right? <laughs> they, they would literally but I, you know I'm 10 when my eldest brother is like deep deep and you know he's 16 he's deep in it and they would I'm sure jokingly say never hey just whatever you do never become a teenager <laughs> and i am pathologically obedient so i just didn't so you're just like okay
1: i'm never gonna potty train myself <laughs>
2: <laughs> is that is that a, is that a prime <laughs> teenage thing
1: yeah it does what happened i'm just thinking of like <laughs> which, which children versus teens of like i don't know having tea
0: parties no, Katie was the only kid at school in grade uh, seven wearing osh-gosh-bagosh.
2: Yeah, so I did, well, that was what I did. I just went from like, okay, well, I'm going to stay a kid-kid for as long as I can. And then when kid-kid is absolutely i can't anymore then i'll just jump right to, to adult middle eight, like yeah I was, I was walking around junior high like i was like the tired single mom of two like i am i don't have time for this you nonsense
1: this explains a lot about you yeah <laughs> i feel like i understand you on I, a deeper
2: level now <laughs> was what i watched the show big mouth and it has it has like opened my eyes to the experience of adolescence that I never had. Wow. And I'm watching and be like, oh. like it, first of all it makes me nostalgic for an adolescence I never had. And the other thing it makes me understand everyone that I went to school with. I'm like, "Oh, that's why everyone was so weird." <laughs> Man, puberty looks rough. That's why everyone
1: was fucking a pillow. <laughs>
2: Mm. Oh yeah, our bodies I also ourselves. didn't hit puberty till I was 18, so that is also part of it. You just like dodged a bullet. Yeah, big time. That's
1: great. Yeah. You were just like in the pool the whole time.
2: <laughs> I did as a result though, sometimes it, like in my mid-twenties was weird. was real teenagery because I was just like some ex, like that's when hormones started to be like, oh, uh, hey, I don't know, be sad and fat for a while. I don't know. <laughs> Figured yeah. out. Just like per- uh, postponed angst. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah.
1: I feel like people also get like that if they were like in a relationship for like all of high school, if they had like a high school boyfriend and then all of a sudden high school's done and then they're like, I don't know. And I'm like <laughs> listening to sad emo music. And it's like, oh, yeah, you're 13 now. Like you're mentally 13 <laughs> because you you don't know what to do with yourself and you don't know what your personality is. Right. That's just some people, though. I mean, just some people that uh, w- w- was my roommate. Um, <laughs> uh, your your child business uh, reminded me of a child business, not that I had, but that I was a patron of. <laughs> Go on. In the 90s, I was pretty big into ballet. I danced a lot, like three, four, five nights a week. Pretty much for all of the '90s, and I had two friends who started a business, a toe ring business, called Towing the Line. Yes,
2: wow! Yes.
1: And they made beaded jewelry—not just toe rings. They made anklets, necklaces, regular finger rings, and they also made little beaded geckos that you could like just have oh, or yeah. make into keychains. But I was looking at Instagram and I saw, I don't even know what it was, but it was like some shop, some jewelry shop, and they're just making the exact same thing now, except it's like $150, but it's the same exact like little beaded string with little beaded flowers. And I, I kept all my towing the line jewelry. So I'm just like, (laughs) it's back in style again. And mine is vintage but I was their number one customer. Like I think I just <laughs> bought every single thing they ever made because it was my friends made it and it was their business and they had little business cards. It was so cute. Oh my gosh. Adorable. Lovely. I still have my beaded geckos. <laughs> of course you do
0: somewhere in that apartment.
1: I made I'm... an apartment for them. <laughs> oh, There's really? like two levels. I like sewed little pillows and like little blankets for the geckos and i named oh them all they're all different colors and then i also made like a light up disco dance floor for them to dance on it's it's like a mansion it's and us want to see everything i know where it is i'll i'll bring it down take some photos give you Sounds the amazing the cribs <laughs> tour of my gecko home
0: was <laughs> that your retail dream sure <laughs> all right but I have now I want to talk about the did I ever talk about the community center in Rosemare's gift shop where my best friend Sherry and I spent our allowance every weekend? I don't know, I don't think so so i I grew up a part of my life in a small town called Rosemare Quebec, which is now a bigger town, and my friend Sherry and I um I mean I'm not like complaining like you're lucky if you have one friend, but sherry was like my my friend and I was Sherry's friend, and we did everything together. And we maybe didn't have a ton of other options though, Uh, but we did really enjoy each other's company. She was really funny and really bossy and we would get into scraps with the mean teenage boys (laughs) and then run as fast as we could away from them. Um, But we didn't have a lot to do. She was in Girl Guides. I went to Girl Guides with her a couple of times, but I didn't like it. But we would hang out at the community center uh, and like it after school and it was a time in the world where you were just left on your own after school and it was fine. Like you just had to be home at a certain time. And we would go in there and shop, but it was a community center where the seniors ran the store and it was their crafts that were in the store. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So we would just buy all these crafts that seniors had made (laughs) and, uh, any gifts for our parents came from that shop, uh, (laughs) whether they liked it or not, it was coming from the Rosemary community center thrift shop. I think all of the uh, profit went to like the children's hospital or something. So we would be like, we would always point that out. (laughs) 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 We gave the weird gift to, uh, we spent so much time in that shop and I feel like I bought a lot of crocheted things, but I don't never kept any of them. Like I must've given them to my poor mother who would have just filed them away. Like
2: she's not a crochet person. I was 100% picturing crochet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of like doilies and snow globes and, They had a Christmas fair every year, and Sherry and I would go there and buy so many cookies and squares and then just eat them all, (sighs) and then go back and buy more. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so it was kind of a special place. I I can still remember the way that it smells, and it smelled really good. Um, But my real retail dream, besides the community store, was um, going to Ikea. I went with uh, Katie two weekends ago. Yeah, we did. we We were there for hours, too. We really we did a I lot of no concept
2: i was so out of it i don't <laughs> no. I could've, It could have it could have been three minutes it could have been three days and it's I think like it was about Vegas. two hours it felt like it for sure
1: no clocks no windows we mm-hmm. laid on
0: beds we looked at couches i stared at uh, picture frames and realized i was disoriented and then it was time to go <laughs> Um, but we were cashing out and Katie was waiting on the other side of the cash for me. And uh, there's so many people in line. Everyone's masked up. And I'm having like repeated problems with the ultimate, uh, the the self-checkout. That's the word. Bang. <laughs> um, bang, I got it. <laughs> and then all the staff that worked there was so cheerful and so patient with everybody. And I was like fucking up. Like every time I wanted to ring in a second thing of the exact same thing, it wouldn't accept it. It's like, no, you're only allowed to buy one of these. Mm-hmm. There's probably a way of like choosing multiples, but I didn't. And so like every four seconds, a man would have to come over and help me. And he smiled and he laughed. And there was a family and another woman having a, having some trouble with a shelving unit. And they weren't related, but they were very upset. And everyone was just so good natured that worked there. I don't know how they do it. Shout out to Ikea. Employees, your saints. Also came home, realized I didn't pay for a cushion. I'm sorry, IKEA. I, I owe you $7.99. <laughs> hey, <laughs> free cushion. No. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize like because I had so many multiples of things, and I didn't realize I wasn't scanning the second one. I feel bad. It's okay.
1: They're not gonna. <sighs> they're not gonna notice. All right. So
0: this brings us to segment time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So Katie, if you <laughs> could.
1: Segment time. <laughs> oh, it's just
0: so delightful. No, don't be <laughs> Katie if you let's do um let's do animal, then bullion, then demon, then papo. <laughs> okay. Then that's Hello. it. That sound good? I love We're it. doing great for time. We've only been recording for twenty Perfect. minutes. Perfect, I love it. If you could kiss an animal, which animal would you kiss? So, Katie, if you could kiss an animal,
2: what animal would you kiss? Okay. Well, this is partly why i um, I know this is not a visual. I know it's not a visual medium, but we, we are you you are seeing and you can see me, and I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm so sorry. I should have grabbed it sooner, but I didn't know we were gonna do it. I'm gonna grab something. I'm gonna show you it just to say. Hold on. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, I'm that's excited. That's okay.
1: Stuff. Here, I'll uh, I'll uh, do a solo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, I'm back. Uh, I have this. I have an elderly neighbor, who I call the Duchess. Ooh la la! I, I know her name is Sandra, and uh, and she likes to pop by. And she is a type of elderly person whose house has just so many things in it, an overwhelming amount of things. And many times when she comes to my door, she will have one of those things from her apartment <laughs> as a is a beautiful gift for me. And, you know, nine times out of ten, that's a nightmare. <laughs> as I live in a very small place and and I don't want her weird stuff. But she's so lovely. But every once in a while, it's a real winner. And tonight, just right before uh right before we got on the call, she came by with something and it's so beautiful. And I'm gonna show you. Oh. oh! Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. That is yeah. kissing animals. Yeah. So for those, uh, for those of you listening, it is a beautiful tile, like you could use for a hot plate or something. And it is, it's just a manatee kissing another manatee on its <laughs> manatee face. It's, it's
1: so, so cute. nice, but it's like a little kiss on the cheek. Like it's mm-hmm. very, mm-hmm. very chaste. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, it's a well, whole
1: I, old seascape. It's
2: beautiful, and I would That's really, so nice. I would really like to kiss a manatee on its face. <laughs> yeah, you're making a
0: great choice. Just, That's a great choice. I just
2: think, and, and the one that is being kissed is making just the sweetest little smile, <laughs> like, oh, it's so nice, so nice <laughs> to be kissed on the cheek, the embrace
1: of another manatee. hmm It's very cute. That's
2: beautiful. It is just some, some platonic <laughs> sea so <lovely>. cow love <laughs> it is
1: beautiful. are manatees the same thing as duo duo gong is that is that a thing duo gong I've never heard of it Is that a Pokemon I? or am I <laughs> thinking of a real <laughs> real creature? um I just watched a australian movie doo du, dugong and
0: is that a manatee? that's a manatee. Is it like a different name for a Manatee? What language is that in?
1: Uh, it's in English. Um, a dugong. I think duogong is the Pokemon. <laughs> um,
0: Reading about the dugong is very sad.
1: Oh no. I feel like you and I have a different internet. I feel like whenever you look something up, it immediately goes to something sad, and mine goes to something cute.
0: No, no. It's really cute. It's just like the only surviving type of that mammal. And the other three are manatees. I would like to kiss them
1: all. Yeah, they all deserve... Yeah,
0: that guy looks way more serious. I like him a big lot. Big kisses. We do have different internets, though, Jessica. We've established it's that. For
1: for real, yeah. My, yeah. Mine's all just cute pictures of bats. And that's the type of animal that I would kiss. Yeah. Specifically, the mm-hmm. flying fox-style bat. Those big... Big boys, they just look like Ooh. puppies. They're so cute.
0: Is it a bat or a squirrel?
1: It's a bat, but they're called flying foxes.
0: Mm, I'm gonna Google it. Go for it. I would like to kiss a baby porcupine. Oh, oh. Yeah. they have the cutest noses. Look, Lori Wooliver says it looks like a testicle, looks
2: like but a, I did not agree. The most
1: beautiful ballsack you've ever seen. It's like I
2: have seen some very. Nice ball sex. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, so be careful. I'm a real Mr. Bald nuts over here.
0: Um, <laughs> I think that you've chosen this bat before to kiss. I have. I don't know. A Maybe you've chosen it as as fanciest animal.
1: It's time to take things to the next level. I thought it was fancy. Now it's time to kiss.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's
1: get down to business. I watched a movie last night where they were featured prominently. So that I was like, immediately, like, you're on my list. So my sweet. kiss list.
0: Your kiss is on my list. Because your your piss, your whistle, your piss. <laughs> I can't resist. Because
1: your piss is on my lips. It's my fetish tonight. Uh, call <laughs> us for bar mitzvahs, weddings, graduations. <laughs> yeah, anything. Anything, really. Funerals, we're, yeah. <laughs> we're free, always. <laughs> um... Uh, Is it time for bullion business? I think it is Okay Insert amazing new theme song Bullion business Jay said if we did this segment one more time, we got to re record the theme song. So I'm very excited. Oh, that's exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So. No, I'm
2: extra glad we're doing it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, we did it sort of like a tossed off quick one last time. And I was like, I have, you know, I have ideas for this. I feel like this has got legs. (laughs) We can take this another 10 years. So, like, this is, we can verge off in two different directions. We can talk about how terrible soup is. Or we can talk about pretty shiny metals
2: We can do both. yeah, right. okay. When you described this segment, like pretty shiny metals <laughs> does make more sense now, but what it made me think of so was that the that the impetus of the segment was with when Erica Sigerson was your guest, and she was describing how her partner, being a doomsdayer, has invested in gold and subsequent other less precious metals <laughs> yeah yeah attracts so I don't have um I have no I do not have precious metals but I do have paper money all over the place in gr- <laughs> like just not banks just like in places for when the system goes not kind I don't have like doomsday I have just like pretty bad day yeah you know I don't have like right. I don't have oh everything has gone to shit but I have like oh the grid has gone and we are back to cash so I have that all over the place including one of the places that I have some is in a safe that I only own because my dear friend Alicia Tobin once about four years ago when I was subletting my apartment briefly she was real nervous about that she just could not that just a person I was going to let a person to sleep in my place but I...
0: <laughs> this also tracks.
2: <laughs> Smart lady. Yeah, it's come up a lot recently, as we have been when we went to Ikea and things and decorating. And she is just such a... you. She makes such a... You make such a beautiful home. And I don't <laughs> care <laughs> about this place uh, or feel well, attachment to it. And it does not matter to me that, uh, that a strange Kiwi was going to sleep in it for a while. But anyway, when the strange Kiwi is going to sleep here for a while, you were very intent that I get a safe and I just... I remember none of this And I also just trust you implicitly And I was like, well, I get Yeah, well, you said it twice, so That's <laughs> fact now um, So I did, I bought a safe And, that, uh, and I put in uh, some cash And I put in, you know, I don't know Some, do- some documents And a couple of pieces <laughs> of Just sentimental jewelry that I like And wasn't going to take traveling with me And uh, then I Immediately forgot Oh no That I had done that So when I returned, uh, when I came back from New York, I just for months was like, "I'm freaking out yet because I don't do that." I'm like, I imagine that I just don't. Where is that necklace? Where is that? Oh no! It took me months and months before I remembered. I was like, "Alicia told me to get it safe." I thought I just misplaced everything that matters to me.
0: oh i'm so sorry i am very uh having uh lived with a stand-up comedian who also stashed cash in the funniest places like i would be doing laundry and i would find like a roll of i don't know hundreds and hundreds of dollars i'm like i just go to borrow a pair of socks and i'm like what (laughs) like what's this yeah um and it's because yeah like what else are you gonna do so um, I'm glad that you got that safe. I want to put some stuff in it. Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'd that, be great because there's plenty of room one. <laughs> uh, for my very few precious metals that are sentimental. They are, you know, they would uh, be best somewhere else for sure.
1: We've already got a oh, uh, safety deposit box. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, which is very, yeah, yeah. very exciting. Like only see that in heist movies. Personally, so the fact that I know someone who has one makes me feel like i know a celebrity
2: yeah those those seem very fancy gotta like make an appointment to go visit your shit yeah
1: there's like two keys you gotta put in george clooney has to be there he has to guys has to be yeah jay and i are actually going to like a bullion exchange place this week so i research i don't have bullion business right now but i'm about to have quite a lot of it
0: Amazing.
1: Um, yeah, we just sort of pooled together all our coins and we're like, wow, we have some apparently very weird old rare things. I They could be worth like three cents or maybe a lot more. So we're going to find out. That's a nice project. Yeah, you got to figure out something to do. Am I right, oh my God.
2: ladies? <laughs> yeah, I definitely have the like, my grandparents would certainly. Would get those like the quarter of the or the silver dollar for every year, or yeah, whatever. very exciting as a kid, and then yeah, it just goes in a trunk somewhere,
1: yeah, and that's what he just inherited was all that stuff, so he had he spent like an entire day like cataloging it all and like looking up websites and you know, like every five minutes, he'd be like, this is worth blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, stop it. Like, you're not going to make me care about coins. Like, I don't have it in me. Like, I just, just learn the information and like, don't draw me into this. Like, I love you. Let's just exchange it for money and put it in our bank account. Like,
0: just a shout out to all of the couples that have survived the pandemic thus far. <laughs> And no more so to than our like beautiful friends Jessica and Jay, who are such gentle people sharing a four hundred and twenty-five square foot apartment. I wish
1: twenty five, four hundred and seven. Four hundred square
2: f- seventeen. So sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. How yes, dare you. I feel like the the interesting thing about your apartment is not the square footage, although that is small, is truly the lack of walls. As someone who also has shared a no bedroom apartment with yeah. partners on multiple occasions. Not as sweet as Jay though.
1: I mean, (laughs) the one thing that I have noticed that is different than our normal lives in pre-COVID times is Jay's hair is the longest it's ever been. So I'm just noticing like because I lose a ton of long hair all the time and now it's both of us and there's just like if we're not on top of it, it's just like (laughs) hairballs daily found in different places. And I'm just sort of like. This is this is our lives now. It's just like I found a piece of hair in the freezer today. And I was like, why? What? <laughs> How? Oh, OK. This is I'll just accept it. It's fine.
2: Well, I was being a 35 year old woman in junior high school. You can imagine it wasn't <laughs> easy for me to make friends. I wasn't. No one wanted to be friends with that girl. And to be honest, she didn't want to be friends with teenagers. So it worked out. I have one friend from that time. And one of the first conversations we had, we both had the same Navy blue Pacific trekking fleece. It was the 90s. You had to. <laughs> and I did the thing, I think, when I was like, hey, you, I'm wearing the, you're wearing the, I'm wearing the, we're wearing the, hey, look at, look at us. Friends. Same, best friends. <laughs> Same fleece. <laughs> and then I said, it's like, oh, of course, yours doesn't have, uh, yours doesn't have hair all over it. And then she said, oh, we don't have any pets. And I said, I don't. Girls,
1: <laughs> <laughs> gross, Katie, girls.
2: I don't. I don't have any pits.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The worst is the armpits. Because that's just where the hair gathers, like on sweaters and fleeces. Like it's like it's like the nexus of the oh, wow, look at my sweaty. Um, Yeah, that's the worst when you're like out and about and you like cross your arms and then you pull your arm out and there's just like a big hairball. And you're like, (laughs) is anyone looking? Okay, I'm just going to like let it go into the wind hopefully a bird uh amalgamates that into their nest
0: i hate it when there's like a hair stuck in a sweater and you can't find it and you can't get it out but it keeps
1: giving you the creeps mm. <laughs> that's the worst is like in the bra too mine is always like yeah. i somehow get like an eyelash that's like stabbing <laughs> like the most sensitive part of my body and i'm like having to do weird maneuvering and everyone's like are you okay and i'm like nothing is okay ever <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is true don't
1: even pretend
0: oh somebody's here to visit us
1: oh is it a uh, farmer man
0: hey no it's <laughs> not farmer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh.
1: that pause thought for sure he was oh. back oh
2: oh he's so sleepy how's hank doing
0: He's having a good day. Yeah. We kind of, I was, I've been very tired recently, like uh, to the point where I've been pretty irritable and definitely, you know, he notices <laughs> and he was kind of acting out. And then I remembered, oh yeah, this is very easy to solve. So it got him anchovies and I just bring anchovies with us wherever we go. And he's being so good. Oh, uh, mm. He's good. He got a new collar. Ooh. It's kind of like midsummer
1: style. Midsummer? Like the movie yeah, the horror movie? Yeah, it's like this nice, like sort of
0: Nordic look Nordic looking floral. Ah, We got it at Discover Dogs, a great retail place. Very nice.
1: Did you see that movie? No, too scary. Yeah, I was like, you haven't seen that movie. <laughs> Otherwise you would <laughs> not be referencing it to your dog's collar.
0: Well, I was gonna say it's very much like a Norwegian fisherman sweater that I've wanted for years, but then that was also a reference that no one would get. Um so anyways, uh, <laughs> Hank is great. He's so sweet. And I was putting together an Ikea mirror this evening. And one thing about Hank that I just love so much, one of, you know, hundreds and hundreds of things is that he seems to observe tasks like that with great interest. <laughs> like he was observing me the entire time from behind the bed. And I didn't realize that he had ducked his head under and was watching me assemble this mirror. And then when I came around to the other side of the bed, he sat right beside me with like, he looks so interested in what's happening and it must be the noise and the tapping and stuff, but it's almost like he wants to learn how to do something he's, and it's so cute. He's studying you. He'd be a great dog to take to work if you had like a, a job like as a carpenter or a delivery person or...
1: He's your apprentice. Yeah, he's a good guy. Full of beans still. Everyone
0: still thinks he's a puppy.
1: Some dogs yep. are just like that until they're like 10 and then you're like, oh, I finally noticed you are slowing down I don't
0: really ever want it to change but sometimes when I'm very tired I wish I had a dog sitter yeah (laughs) like uh I thought about getting a hotel room for the last uh, fireworks ever in Vancouver because it's so bad in this neighborhood and then I was like well that's the last thing I want to do is be trapped in a room with this dog in the beautiful hotel not being able to do anything or go anywhere so one more night of fireworks (laughs) will be fine because I don't want to take Hank on
1: vacation This is like the final year of fireworks? Yeah. Ah. That's it. Well, I don't believe it. There will always be illegal fireworks, but
0: it's the last year of legal fireworks.
1: I saw um, yesterday that the old mountain equipment co-op space is now just a huge spirit Halloween store.
2: (laughs) No It's an entire city block. (laughs) No. They moved in. Like the next day after that (laughs) announcement. They're so fast. I'm fascinated by that story.
1: Me too. I'm like, okay, so who like, is there just a warehouse this stuff sits in for like the rest of the year? And they just coast off of October sales and it's all just flammable garbage because no one keeps that stuff that they get there. They like breaks the night you wear it. Right. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. and then it's garbage. It's just like swept up in the morning like Mardi Gras beads.
2: Well, like so much of it could be in a warehouse, but then there's a whole specific sect of that store that are things that are like joke costumes from memes that were written yesterday Like the most topical yeah. stuff how did, this, yeah. how did these get to market?
1: Yeah, that's true There's like a artisan Like a rubber artisan Sitting at a wheel <laughs> in the back Like sculpting the latest yeah, yeah. meme <laughs> So you can be keyboard cat or whatever That's the most recent meme I could think of was keyboard cat <laughs> It's a good one though It's a classic I am definitely not a teen I Never was That's true should we uh, do demon? Sure. If you were demon, what kind of <laughs> de- <laughs>
0: Be, if you could be a demon what kind of demon
2: would you be mm, I mean this one I, You did you I mean you gave me the heads up But I don't y'all yours were like Very the I just got stuck On amphibious and then that was all And then I just started thinking about how much I want to be amphibious You can be and an amphibious demon Yeah but like from the but I want To be the kind of amphibious like I want to be able To breathe underwater I want to be like Creature from the Black Lagoon yes. Style oh, Yeah and I want to come up all eerie-like. But then I also want to be able to walk around outside of water.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Too big. Would you always have, like, wet footprints? Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to be real swampy. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, I think you've got something. You, this has got legs. Yeah. With yeah. Web feet, webbed if you know what I mean. Yeah. 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 Big time. I want to be scaly.
1: Nice. And if you,
0: like, so that's just it. Like, that's how you
1: creep
2: people out is just you
1: being you (laughs) yeah. do you wet willy people basically
2: exactly me but i can breathe underwater which i always thought i was going to be able to develop the ability to do and it just hasn't panned out it's okay don't beat yourself up (laughs) yeah
1: yet you're still young
2: there's a lot (laughs) that's true there's a lot of
1: things you've yet to accomplish Mm -hmm. um i think that's great i've i want to be amphibian also and have yeah it's a lovely thought I realized it's been like over a year since I last went swimming and it's like that's not acceptable. It's not yeah. not mm-hmm. appropriate. That's not the world I want to live in or my body has not been fully submerged underwater. So I'm buying a house with a pool. Oh, nice. Ooh, yes. I love I love that for you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Alicia, what kind of demon would you be? I have so many ideas, but
0: I'm going to go with my original, which is I would be the Ikea demon. And um, I would just steal one screw from the thing that you have to put together and then add in like two things you don't need at all. So when you're trying to put it together, you're just like so, so frustrated. And you keep looking at the instructions without words and the images and you're like, this, what's this? And where's that? And keep counting over and over and over again until you cry. I don't know. And then that's my work. That's my work. <laughs> That's my work that I do on the planet. So, what are the things that demon. are in
1: there? Is it like a shriveled pea? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that would be so great.
1: It's just a fingernail.
0: <laughs> you're
1: like, this is the thing you a, put up against the a back human to brace it? A human
0: tooth. <laughs> oh. A strand, a strand of hair that can't be
1: from you. Oh, that's the worst. Just like super um, curly. And you're like, whose is this?
0: One still cold jello cube.
1: Mm. Oh, mm. no,
0: I think it would just be like hardware.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Be easier. Easier on me. I could just have like a little bag.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You'd have like one of those belts, like a change belt, but it, it would just pop up <laughs> little like tiny wooden dowels and.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like, and I could pick and choose. Um, and this was inspired, of course, by putting together an Ikea piece and having three extra pieces in it that were not part of what I needed. They were, they were duplicates and that would just, was so funny. And they just happened to be the exact same thing that I was missing from my bed. So they make him in handy one day. <laughs> That's funny. So, the angel of Ikea. Yeah. Assembly visited me today.
1: Aww. Jessica. Uh, my, the demon that I'm going to be is just a demon that moves things around uh, on your balcony when you're <laughs> high and you don't want to look out there, but you can hear <laughs> things moving around. And you get really freaked out and you're like, I'm just going to wait till tomorrow. Like it can wait till the a.m. Did something happen to your balcony? I think it was either a skunk or a raccoon just moved the water bowl and we couldn't see what it looked like. They had just taken the water bowl. We heard like the sound of like scraping ceramic on like cement and we thought they had taken it away. And then Jay was like, what? would do that and he was like something with hands and I was like don't even say that because we've been watching a horror movie every day for the past 26 days and then I had a nightmare that night that someone was trying to get into our apartment which I brought it all on myself but then the next day I went the water bottle had just like or not the, the water dish sorry had just fallen over the side and it was like hidden so I guess I'm just a skunk or a raccoon. That's the demon that I am.
0: So lucky. Um, so that brings us to the end of the podcast, which means we have one last segment, and it's Popo of the Week. Popo of the week. Popo
2: of the week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jessica, you're so pleased with your whistle. <laughs> uh,
2: well, I hate to steal this from my beloved uh, podcast partner, Amitai Marmstein. But uh, there's a puppo that lives near us. And this puppo is just so in love with Amitai, obviously, as everyone is. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's, we, Alicia mentioned off the top that I'm a new podcaster and I have started a podcast with Amitai and it's called Horny Off Main. And most of the feedback I get from people that I know her listening are just texts that say, I have a crush on Amitai now, <laughs> <laughs> which is 100% fair. And that's a lot of why I started the show. <laughs> <laughs> and this dog is named Tio And he has a big crush on Amatai And Tio is a paraplegic He only has the use of his front legs And he is in a, like a wheeled hammock oh, uh, wow. On the back legs And in the, I spent a lot of time Outside of Amatai's apartment in the summer And Tio came by every evening And it's, there's sort of a downslope Towards Amatai's apartment and Tio would see Amitai and just be so happy and then come towards his apartment. But that's very precarious. <laughs> if your back legs are wheeled and your front legs are not. And he would risk it all to just get a little bit closer. And he would like he'd start to learn over the summer, like how far he could come and get himself back and not have Aww. to be pulled back.
0: Oh, what a sweet guy. Yeah, Amazing. real Nice. I
1: also love that his name Means uncle <laughs> I know right <laughs> That's the cutest I, I felt the exact same way Oh, So sweet What a good popo, Alicia who's your pupo
0: My pupo's Hank He is uh, so funny And I stopped by Discover Dogs Which is at Fraser and Kingsway To see my friends Kat and Hannah And they are Hank's Dog sitters as well So when I the rare time that I go out of town, um, they look after him and and they take really good care of him Uh, and they know him really well at this point. But they've never really like thrown any shade until this visit where they talked about how weird Hank is. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't think he's really that weird. Like, I think he is kind of weird, but they're kind of making fun of him for the first time. And I left feeling like, oh, like, I guess he is a really weird dog. They know a lot about dogs and he's not normal. (laughs) So (laughs) I maybe love him a bit more and realize that I probably don't care at all. But he is a unique being uh, and not like other dogs.
1: So Hank is my (laughs) puppo. He's one of a kind.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, My pup of the week are the three squirrels who visited my balcony today. I don't think there's ever been three at one time. And it was just like there was one on the actual balcony railing who's like I posted a video a few days ago. It's like super confident and it just like jumped. Ah. It sometimes will come right up to the window and like go in between the plant pots until (laughs) it can see me. And then it's like staring at me being like, can you see me? And I'm like, oh, holy shit, there's a squirrel like three feet away from me. And then there was another one. Like, I feel like he's just telling all his friends, like, there's this place where you can just get free unlimited nuts. <laughs> You've got to come. And so there's three of them. And usually if there's like more than one creature at the balcony at the same time, there's sort of like a, a bit of a competition going on. But these three seem like they were working together to just get all the nuts as quick as possible. So I, I love it. Uh, teamwork. I love it. I love squirrels so much. I will just put out all the nuts. Like I will f- put out a whole cup full of nuts every day for you until I die. <laughs> so what's the rotation?
0: Like you've got nocturnal visitors. You've got squirrels and birds that still visit you. We got squirrels,
1: skunks. Haven't seen a raccoon in a long time. Uh, there was a crow yesterday. There's this one bird that like maybe the, the birders who listen to this podcast will be able to help me identify it but cause I've gone through the list of all the common birds in Vancouver and I've cross referenced it with YouTube by searching for their calls and their songs. And I haven't been able to find it, but there's a bird outside my balcony that makes a call. That's like, <laughs> and it's every time it happens, I'm like, did you hear that? Am I losing my mind? It sounds so bonkers. But I haven't been able to see it. Um, maybe it's just my upstairs neighbor doing like weird vocal exercises.
0: Yeah, maybe they're into Kundalini yoga. Or something <laughs> and they're trying to release the serpent. <laughs> Is um, that what
1: that's all about?
0: Yeah. Okay, so we've got some really big news. Katie, you just released your first comedy album, right? I did that. I did it. Yeah. I I was there for one of the recordings. It was an excellent evening. It seems like it was a lifetime ago. It was about a year
2: ago, I guess, right? Almost, yeah. I recorded early November last year, and it does... It feels like a lifetime ago, and listening to it is bizarrely nostalgic for, like, just the thing that you immediately are struck by the sound of 250 people crammed shoulder to shoulder in a place (laughs) expelling droplets all over one another in joy. Mm, The mist. Yeah. Uh,
0: So it's called Ladyfinger.
2: It is. It's called Ladyfinger. It's available. You can get it on iTunes or Apple Music or Spotify or really wherever you stream or buy your music or comedy.
0: Yeah. If you listen to this podcast, you have to buy Katie's album. That's just part of the agreement. You can stream (laughs) Um, it.
2: That's okay too buying's better.
0: Katie, stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, buy you it. should buy it. Um, also, Katie, you have a new podcast, which you mentioned briefly. Tell us a little
2: bit about it. Sure, yeah. So it is called, uh, it's called Horny Off Maine, the podcast we're proud to be embarrassed by. <laughs> Hosted by my best person, Amitai Marmerstein, because we ended- we called it Horny, horny Off Maine because uh, we are horny and we live off of Maine. <laughs> 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 and also because, uh, So we are very interested in people's off main behavior. So things that they either kept to themselves for a long time and are now sort of out and about about or things maybe that they keep separate to one area of their life and not other areas of life. So for us, Amitai and I both, uh, horniness is something we were very off main about for most of our lives (laughs) up until quite recently. And now we're just uh, out loud as horny people. (laughs) We're also excited. We also want to know what people are horny about, not necessarily sexually. You can if you want, but that's weird. It's not weird. <laughs> I don't want to shame, but like, whatever. It's like unimaginative if what you're horny for is sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we want to know what people are managing to summon the enthusiasm to desire these days. And oh, yeah. Yeah. If they, the optimism to want stuff, we want to hear about it. That is uh, everything. <laughs>
1: That's it's like, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. No, I love that.
0: That's wonderful. So, once again, for the listener, buy Katie's album, listen to her podcast. Uh, she's the best. And
2: follow you online. Yeah, you can check yeah. me out online. I'm on Twitter at Ms. Katie Ellen, M S K A T I E E L L E N, and the same on Instagram. And uh, yeah, the album's called Lady Finger and the podcast is called Horny Off Main. And uh, it's just been a real, it's a real treat to engage with anyone on either of those things or none of those things. If you're just like, I've also, I've, I live, I've also seen T.O. or eh, really anything like
1: that. I like all of those things. Nice. I'll put <laughs> links to everything online when I post this. Oh, you're such a treat. You're a treat.
2: Yeah, you're both treats. If you're just a kind manatee. <laughs> Who wants a little smooch? <laughs> <laughs> I would also please get at me for that.
1: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh my gosh,
1: you're a treat. You're a snack. You're a meal. You're Aww. you're a midnight snack. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm like, what are the other things that you eat? I don't know. <laughs> me, uh, dessert. <laughs> you're yeah. You're dessert. Trifle. You're. <laughs> I don't. And I feel like there's so many euphemisms that are bad. Like I don't want to. It's custard and cake and jam and ladyfingers and you're a, and ladyfingers and, lady f- and booze. you're a tiramisu. That's what Ooh, you are. You're yeah. a, a human tiramisu. A really good choice. Good choice because a yeah. tiramisu means lift me up, and you're a real pick me up. Is that true? It it does.
2: oh that's fascinating. I like that very much. Yeah, I don't know what the like origin of it is, but I just know that's what it means. That makes sense because uh, whenever it's suggested when I dine with my parents that, oh, perhaps we could split a tiramisu. Big John is say, well, I can't have that. Right. be up all night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Has coffee in it. Has coffee in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true.
2: Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a real have, pick me up. You don't
1: have to have it with coffee, but you got to soak those lady fingers.
0: Oh yeah, well you can make your dad a decaf one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Jessica. I, we, I'm hungry
2: for now. <laughs>
0: I'm my my brain just went into like just a white ni- noise, mentioning cake, any sort of dessert, you know it's trouble for me. Well,
1: I'm as soon as we're done this, I'm e- heating up some lasagna I made earlier this week, so I'm very excited. That
0: sounds lovely. amazing. Katie, really though, you should be so proud of yourself. We're all so proud of you. Your album is very yeah. funny. It's,
2: Yeah, and you're the best. That's very, very kind. I appreciate it very much. It has been such an absolute treat to get to hang out with y'all. I loved it.
0: So this brings us to the point where Jessica does her slide flute again. (laughs) Yep. Um,
1: (laughs) Jessica, if people want to buy a tote bag. They can go to retailnightmares.bigcartel.com and you can buy all manner of things on there. I will mail them to you. You can add a note that you want a special drawing. I will draw whatever you want. I don't have a lot going on right now, so <laughs> getting out to the post office is a fun uh, destination for me. Uh, Alicia, if people want to buy your book, how they do that?
0: You can just buy it. Uh, you can buy it from my publisher at Arsenal Press. But you can uh, It's called See Your Little Sad So What. You can buy it on Amazon. If you're Canadian, you can get it at your local bookstore or uh, our big bookstore. And if you're American... I feel like Amazon.com or directly from my publisher is the best option, but you can actually just order it in from your local bookstore and they'll have it in a few days. Yeah. If you want to support a local business, that is a great option to do it. Also, if you are a store in and of yourself, one of my friends in Guelph is now selling it at her pub. Oh. so you could also just sell it you could just sell it for me yeah. if you wanted to just contact the publisher
1: just like get it wholesale make a big yeah. profit off of it put it in a bag outside of your house have a little box get your kids to sell it shovel it into a bag on saturdays <laughs> perfect that's so how i been- get my literature sorry
0: <laughs> 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 so this has been Retail Nightmares Podcast um, If you listen to the podcast and you, Please know that we really appreciate it My stomach just made this huge growling noise I hope the mic picked it up <laughs> um, If you are having a bad day Or a good day Just know that we care about you very much And we love you And thank you so much for listening
1: We love you all And uh, be safe everyone in America Because this comes out <laughs> oh, it's Scary times yeah.
0: Yeah, we're pulling for you over there. And by that, we want Trump 2020. No. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Well, but not okay. sign up for
2: that. Podcast over. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.